Are you hungry for more? You know what life has to offer. You sense it is radiating magic, but perhaps you feel like you're just not fully nourished by all there is to embody. Well, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. Here and now. Just what the doctor ordered. Welcome to the conversation, Well and Why, where we feast on fuel for the soul. These topics are designed to ignite that fire and maximize our human potential. Together, we can heal the system. Alone, we can heal our bloodline. Bon appetit! Welcome back to Well and Why, a spiritually nutritious production. This is episode 35. I'm your host, Allie, and this week's episode is with Betsy and Laura Milne. And not to be confused by the same last name, they're not related that we are aware of at this time. <laughs> You'll hear more in the episode. But these two ladies are so inspiring and incredible. We talk about things like building impact and income with ease working as a dynamic duo, collaborating and meeting each other where they are, growing personally and professionally in the midst of creation and not having to choose between one or the other, using the feminine and the masculine in business, flying your freak flag in order to niche down, and using the lunar phases of the moon to work your businesses towards success and healing our bodies. These two know so much about the moon, and it was one of the most fascinating experiences talking about it in such depth. I could honestly sit down and talk about this stuff all day long, but they know so much, and if you care about the moon or the stars at all, you will love this episode, even if you don't have a business yet or plan on having one. Just living by the moon is so cool, and I just... I always want to do it more, but for some reason I don't. And actually, that brings me to a question that I really have for somebody. If anybody knows somebody that I can talk to on here about procrastination and not doing the things that we want to do and why do we do that to ourselves, I really want to know because it is 10.45 p.m. on a Tuesday night. This episode airs on Thursday, but tomorrow night on Wednesday I have something going on, so I'm doing it now. And although it's not super last minute like it normally is, I, I mean, you know, it's still pretty last minute for the time that I have. And I didn't go to the gym because I had to finish editing this episode. Then I was going to go to the gym, come home, eat dinner, and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to go to the gym. I'm just going to go home and get everything done. But then I sat on my phone, I spoke to my sister on the phone, and um, I just, you know, posted on Instagram a little bit. <laughs> but I always get it done, so I know that that's not something to worry about, but I'm tired and I would like to be in bed. And luckily, I find the energy to get this done because I enjoy it, but you know what I'm saying? like procrastination is that just me is that everybody if you know anyone that knows about procrastination like that help assist it out but without further ado betsy and laura milne enjoy ladies of luscious hustle betsy and laura thank you so much for being here with me this evening on well and why Oh, thank, thank you, you so much for, for having, having us. us. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah, this is the first conversation I've had on here with more than one person at a time, so I'm really excited to see how this goes. Um, <laughs> online, you have some text that says, discover your purpose, create a business you love, and manifest the luscious life of your dreams. So firstly, I could 100% use these services. This sounds awesome. So let's just keep that in our back pockets. But <laughs> why don't you tell us where you're from and what you do? Maybe one at a time. <laughs> okay, I'll get us started. Betsy and I have the same last name. So we are not related. We're not sisters. We are total strangers who connect on the on the gram back in the day. I slid into Betsy's DMs once upon a time. <laughs> and 
And we honestly, we started a friendship. I mean, in you know where we are in the world, I'm in Calgary, Alberta. Betsy's 3,000 miles away in another country um, in Northeast Pennsylvania. And so we, we literally started a friendship um, long distance. And then the friendship turned into us start launching a podcast in January of 2017. It's hard to believe it's been almost three years exactly. And then a year after podcasting and building the brand, then we launched our business, Luscious Hustle. Oh, I almost messed it up too. <laughs> uh, we launched Luscious Hustle. And, you know, we are like transformational brand and business coaches. So we support women to, you know, take that spark of an idea, that side hustle and turn it into a six-figure business, which, I mean, that's what we did in our first year of our business. And we've gotten multiple six figures since. Um, and yeah, we, I mean, our story is kind of weird. And, you know, I don't know how open your audience is to the the woo. Um, but we have a soul contract, honestly. I mean, it's, it's kind of crazy, but we've actually traced it back to like the exact moment in time, um, like years before even connecting on Instagram or certainly ever meeting in person when like the soul contract was born. And we, we honestly believe that's, you know, we were meant to connect and find each other and, and do this work together. Um, am I leaving anything out, Betsy? That was like the no. Coles notes. Version. <laughs> you got it in there. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. We've left you speechless, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I just can't believe you have the same last name. You caught up on Instagram, and that's why we think you're sisters, I guess, because you have the same last name. Yeah, we, we do. And what's, all the time. what's interesting about us, too, so it's funny because, like, my niece is 25, and she looks very much like Laura. Like, when we put pictures side by side, like, there's there's definitely a little bit of um, family resemblance there. We both have been blonde. I mean, Laura will always be the blonde. I go to brunette every once in a while. But <laughs> um, And our families do come from the same town in Scotland, like, if we can trace it back that far. But we can't find a direct link right? Like a person that says like you guys are related. And, you know, to be completely honest, I kind of like it that way. The reason mm -hmm. that we have a soul contract and the reason why we are connected, she was the first person that slid into my DMs. And I was a health coach at the time. She was in network marketing and she had to have the same last name. And she actually had to be from Calgary in order for me, Alberta, to be for me to write her back. Because at that point in time, like even as a health coach, I wanted to be a CEO. I wanted to be running my own business, but I was really in a wounded state myself. And so having somebody with the same last name who looked vaguely familiar, who <laughs> came from the same place that my family came from, it just, it, it had to be that way in order for me to respond. And I think that that's the beauty of working in the online space in 2019 or 2017 when we met each other or 2016, I don't even remember now, but it, it there's so much possibility and it's like how open are you to the possibility how open are you to letting the chips fall where they may and open to being like receiving what the universe throws at you instead of just completely blocking and shutting yourself down so that's part of what we bring into our coaching and business wow that sounds like a miracle so you're not sisters but you have the same last name and you're you have family history from similar places so you were doing different things but on a somewhat similar path what made you guys decide to start this together so when laura and i met each other uh i was a health coach and i was looking for a product partner and she was in network marketing and she had the product partner that i had been looking at right so it was interesting that here's this chick with the same last name who's like i love what you're doing in the online space we should you know here's my product partner do you want to have a chat and I think with Laura from day one, I mean, we went from like two DMs to email to getting on a call. And that first call, it should have been a 10 minute call. And we talked for like an hour. And then I immediately signed up with the network marketing company. And then um, every time we would get on our monthly call, she was supposed to be my upline and teaching me like network marketing. And we would get on and we would be having these really awesome conversations about business and like, what did it mean? What did it mean to be an online entrepreneur? And like, how do we build community and connection? And that went on for about six months. And I was actually out in New York City during SantaCon to be because, you know, SantaCon was just going on. I was laughing when I saw the pictures the other day, but I was out at SantaCon and, um, everyone around me, all my girlfriends were talking about like dating and I wanted to talk about building websites and like being an entrepreneur and what did that look like? And my friends were talking about the guys they were dating in Tinder and I'm like, yeah, this isn't lighting me up. And I called Laura the next morning on the, I texted her on the way home from New York city. I was driving back to my parents and I was like, I have this crazy idea to start a podcast. Do you want to do it? Because I knew at that point in time, 
I didn't know how to do a podcast. I sure as shit did not want to do it on my own. I wanted to have interesting conversations. And the only person, I didn't even know Laura. We had never met in real life. But I just knew she was the person that I wanted to do it with. And she, thank God, trusted me enough and was like, yeah, I'm in. I don't listen to podcasts. I don't know what they are. Do you know how to edit one? I was like, nope. (laughs) And two weeks later, we were on iTunes. We decided, like, literally today, like, December 16th of 2016. And we were on, or 2015, and then we were on, like, 20, yeah, 2016. And then we were on uh, January 4th of 2017 was our first episode. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. What a cool series of events. Yeah. Yeah. I love Just totally fortuitous. Trusting the universe. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. Good for you for knowing that you didn't want to do it alone, but knowing you want to do that. And that takes guts. So I'm curious. I'm sure you both bring such different assets to the table. And I'm curious how you initially defined each value that you provide to your business and the women that you work with. Ooh, that is, what? Juicy that is a really good question. Um, it has certainly changed a lot over the last couple of years. You know, and it... I think, you know, the lesson that I really take away from like, what did, what was our secret sauce? Like what made us so successful so quickly? And, you know, we really leaned into our own strengths and what the other person couldn't do and supported where, supported the other or supported each other to grow where there was a feeling of lack. So when we first started, you know, I was, I am so not techie. Like I'm just not, you know, whereas Betsy has a background, (laughs) she went to art school, she's understands how to use Adobe and she's like this graphics background. And so she leaned more into like figuring out how to edit the podcast, figuring out how to do graphics, um, build the website, all that good stuff. And has like slowly nurtured me along the way in that direction. I'm still like not (laughs) anywhere near as good as her, but I'm, I've made strides. Um, (laughs) But then at the same time, you know, we we honored where each other was at. So, you know, where Betsy was at at that time, like she had gone through some major trauma in her early 20s. And that that residue of not wanting to be seen, of being afraid of wanting to hide, of not wanting to shine bright online was still very much like that trauma had yet to be healed. So, I mean, I'm not joking. Like when we first when we first started the the podcast and we were building the brand on Instagram, um, I would like text her and be like, you have to send me a selfie. Like, give me something to post on this freaking feed because people are going to think I'm making you up. It's just pictures of me and pictures of the moon and crystals and quote posts. And like, there's no Betsy on here. <laughs> but that's that was the level of fear and trauma that she had to work through. Like, she literally would not take a selfie for me. Yeah. So, you know, you go from there to the point that like in the la- in inside of, you know, two years, well, less than that, actually, Um, you know, I mean, we're showing up on Facebook live and Instagram live every single day. And she can just, I can say to her, like, I think we need some Insta stories about blah, blah, blah. And she's like, okay. And she just like pops on and does it so seamlessly. You know, we, we host retreats. She stands up in front of speak and speaks in front of people and, you know, honors and witnesses them and lets, creates a safe space for them to share their backstories, their trauma, their struggles and self-sabotage, how they're building their dream business. Um, and that is, I mean, that is profound and massive personal growth, right? And so it's, you know, the the way that we work in our business has certainly shifted and changed over time. I mean, she does show up a lot on social, right? And there are other things that I do. Um, but I, I think that's really the, the kicker is like understanding where someone's at and then understanding, you know, how you want to stretch. So at the, at the beginning, um, being seen was not an option for Betsy, but she was willing to talk. So the podcast was the perfect place for us to start. And then we stretched and, and grew from there. And I think, you know, the the lesson in there is that you just have to take action. Like do the thing that's sort of in your comfort zone, but stretching you just outside so that you feel safe, but you're still stretching nonetheless. And I, I think that when you can do that as an entrepreneur, building your business, um, it's just always like constantly stretching and then backstop that and then stretch it and then backstop that again so that you are actually elevating your comfort zone from where you currently are. Um, yeah, in a nutshell. (laughs) Awesome. Do you have anything to add on to that, Betsy? Yeah, I think the cool thing about working with Laura and thank you, Laura, for saying all those kind things about me. Um, the, the cool thing about us and working together is that you actually get to coach with both of us. So like every time in our business, there's lots of coaching programs where there's two coaches and like one will do one call and that's not how we roll. It's always the two of us together. So it's not only us helping to stand and push our clients, we get to push each other in the process. And so there's something really magical that happens in community. Like it just, it expands you in a way that isn't, 
I don't want to say it isn't normal, but it expands you in a way that allows you to grow faster than you ever thought possible and accelerates the the results that you have. And everyone has always asked us, like, what is your secret sauce? Like, why are you so good at what you do? And I really think it's the it's the power of community and the two of us together. It just it works. And so um I'm sure there are people out there that are intimidated by the thought of having two coaches, but you know, on a one-to-one call, right? It's not really a one-to-one, it's two-to-one. Um, it's a party. But <laughs> it's a party, but that's it. It's a party, right? And we both have very different backgrounds. We both bring something different to the table and you get all that expertise in one shot. And I would say if anyone's listening to this and you wonder and you wonder like what would a collaboration look like or what could a partnership look like, it can look like a ton of fun and an incredible amount of success when you're in alignment with that person and just being open and honest and leaning in. So best business partner ever. Aw, I love this. Yeah. That's awesome. And that really makes so much sense because I feel like if when you're solo, you could easily back away and back out of what scares you. And when somebody's like, no, like you need to do this. And I'm sure it's like double the growth in that half the amount of time or something because those things that I don't want to do or don't like doing. I mean, with podcasting, there's not too much of that. But um, I mean, I'm sure there are things that I could be doing to grow faster and more or whatever that I'm not doing that nobody's forcing me to do. Mm-hmm. Well, well, yeah, that is the thing. I mean, we have had each other, you know, we have, we also hire coaches. Like we've been in masterminds. We have a coach. We absolutely believe that entrepreneurs, you know, whether you're a coach, a coaching business or a product-based business, like a blog, a brand, whatever you're building, you should have a coach or at the very least be in a mastermind because you need to be surrounded by people who are seeing your higher vision that hasn't become a reality yet. So mm-hmm. they can hold you to that, hold you accountable on the day to day, but also hold you to that higher version of yourself and that bigger vision that you have for your business. And it's not easy to do that alone. We are lucky because we have each other. And, you know, like Betsy said, we have we come from very different backgrounds, both in terms of like like any everything from like upbringing to education to like work experience as adults um, to you know how we started out in business. Even our human design charts are like literal opposites of each other. But because of that, we can reflect back and forth um, absolutely with zero judgment. Like, hey, this is what I see you doing this week. And I think that you're self-sabotaging. I think that this is, you know, you're steering yourself off course. We need to check back in here. So we have that, we do that for each other. And then we're able to do that for our clients as well. And, And then that allows them to grow on two paths simultaneously. They get to do the personal development, lean into the self-care and that healing that they need to do and build their business at the same time, which is probably the number one pet peeve slash myth that I hear in the online space. And I hear women perpetuating it with, you know, to each other is like, well, I can't build my business now because I got a lot going on in my personal life. And so I need to, I need to unpack that box first and do some self-care and some personal development work. Or they'll say like, I just want to build a business. Just give me the strategy. Give me, give me, give me. And the reality is you can't have one or the other. You must have both. It is a massive mistake to only work on your personal development and not allow yourself to build the business you want that can then support the lifestyle you want to have. That's absolutely what we've done. Um, And vice versa, if you have the strategy, but you don't do the personal development work, the strategy actually ends up meaning nothing. And I mean, we've done that literally in our own lives. Like Betsy's been through a couple of health crises in the last few years, and the business was there to support her. Like we did the personal development work and we grew the business simultaneously. I went through a divorce this year, like a gross one. <laughs> Are there any pleasant ones? I don't know, but mine was pretty ugly. And I'm so grateful that I was able to like have the space and the support to energetically grow through that and heal, you know, that part of myself, but also be able to build the business simultaneously. So it, I mean, it's just truly a myth. You can do both at the same time if you've got that, that kind of dynamic support. Nice. That sounds so healing and expand all the good things. You know, that's Mm -hmm. really cool. I can't really imagine working with somebody on something so closely like you guys. So it must be such a cool experience. I hope to see that for myself one day. Um, (laughs) I'm curious what your mission is and how you decided this was your purpose. (laughs) Oh, this is such a good question. (laughs) Um, 
You know, it's funny. I, so I have always wanted to be like a CEO, right? Like I've loved business from a very young age. I did, you know, I was the top Girl Scout cookie seller, you know, all the things, right? Even though I was a very shy kid, I always knew that that was what I wanted to do. And it's funny because, you know, sometimes you need that person to reflect back to you what it is that you want to do. So I spent 15 years, 12 to 15 years in New York City working in fashion. Um, and I literally made myself so sick in New York that I almost like, died not even like this I say that like lightly but like I was at the point where I was being checked for many strokes every day I was slurring my words in meetings losing chunks of time and my parents were like you you have to move home like something has to change like you can't take care of yourself on your own anymore so you're coming home so I was like okay great um and I became a health coach and that was really awesome and I had the thought like if I can heal myself then I can heal other people and I really really did think that I was going to be a health coach for a while and then I met Laura and the, the conversations that we were having were not so much about health coaching per se, it was about business. And I had spent 15 years building business, like building accounts from nothing, selling like 50 cent belts and doing $5 million in an account. And I had that old money mindset story or the old business mindset of, well, I can make money for other people, but I don't know how to do it for myself. And I loved business and everyone was coming to me about like, how can you help me build my business? But I didn't see myself yet as a business coach. And that was what Laura did. Laura held that big vision for me and helped me see what I was capable of doing and just allowed me to grow in a way. Like that's Laura's superpower. Laura's superpower is being able to take a big vision and hold on to it and just let it grow for you right? Like she waters it and she breathes life into it. And so for me, having Laura as a business partner just allowed me to like talk about the stuff that I loved, which was how to build a business. And my purpose is partially I do, I do believe that I've healed myself and Laura has healed herself in order to help other people heal. But I really think that our purpose and the mission that we have together is to help women make money and not feel like it has to be so hard. Women need to be empowered to have money to make impact and income. And the income doesn't mean, doesn't like income allows us to do so many things in the world, right? But impact doesn't mean that you just have to give everything away for free. Impact in your life means being able to support yourself, your friends, your family, and create that ripple effect in the world that ignites change. It should not be as hard as it is for women to feel empowered. And I feel like the conversation has shifted and I feel like I'm really excited where we're at with women who are looking to build impact and income because they're leaning in hard and we just want to support as many women as we can build those six figure businesses without struggling so hard. It's, Mm -hmm. it's not a struggle. It should not feel like the end of the world to make your dream happen. Yeah. Nice. That was a solid answer. Thank you so much. (laughs) I get really passionate about it. Can you tell? I love it. I love it. Um, Laura, you recently made an IGTV talking about flying your freak flag and the red blue ocean strategy. Then you set the example of what you two have found work for you, such as using the lunar phases of the moon to work your business, which I absolutely adore, by the way, because I myself have always been quite lunar since I could speak. Can you explain to us what flying your freak flag means as well as the analogy of the oceans and finding your niche? Okay, yeah, that's a that's a loaded topic, but like let's let's dive in because it's it's pretty juicy. Um, you know, so just like understanding luscious hustle as our brand. The luscious and the hustle, there's a lot of duality there. The luscious is the feminine, the hustle is the masculine. The luscious is the lifestyle, the intuition, your purpose, your passion. The hustle is the strategy, the the go-getter, action-taking, sort of logical backstop to like grounding into your dreams and making them a reality. So the, the fly your freak flag comment or sort of analogy is it's both luscious and hustle, right? If if you're going to bother to build something in the online space and put the time and energy into growing this this thing, this business that you desire, well, it should be in alignment with what you're really lit up about. You should be really excited about it if you're going to bother to put the time in, right? Otherwise, why wouldn't you just stick with working the job and collecting the paycheck? So to me, you know, with Betsy, like we, Betsy has been an expert on the moon since she was a little girl. She was Betsy Moon when she was a baby and 
frankly, what she doesn't know about the moon is not worth knowing. Like, and so, you know, we started, she started initially using the moon as a healing tool for herself to overcome, you know, being raped and trauma and all kinds of things. And so then she healed herself that way. And we're like, well, if you can do that for, you know, a deep trauma, why couldn't you use this as a tool in your business? And so it was something we felt really passionate about. And it's, you know, simultaneously, a strategy in the online space to set yourself apart from the competition, right? So it's it's kind of this beautiful marriage of like, you can do the thing that you love, the thing that is unique about you. And for us, the moon is like, that's the thing that we're just super passionate about. And it also simultaneously like niches you down and separates you from the competition. So that's that red ocean, blue ocean idea. If you are trying to sell something that everybody else is selling, it's like being in an ocean with a bunch of sharks and you're all snacking on the same few little fish and eventually the the ocean gets bloodied and red, right? And there's less for you to take and it's very competitive and it's very toxic, right? No one wants to in, like swim in that environment. So it's okay, well, instead of trying to do everything that everybody else is doing and competing with the bigger sharks, swim over into the clear crystal blue waters and do your own thing. Be the only shark in that in that bay. And the fish are all yours for the taking because you just get to fly your freak flag and do your thing and be you. And you actually will be far more successful in the online space when you do that. Now, the caveat is that sometimes it's hard to like, I call it fly your freak flag because in the beginning, stepping out and announcing the thing that makes you different, it makes you unique. It's, I mean, it is scary, right? You're, you are setting yourself apart from the pack. And that's definitely how we initially felt. Like when Betsy first said, like, I want to do use the moon as a business tool. We kept it to ourselves. We just used it in our business. So, you know, we had at that point been kind of stuck around the 5k per month point. We were consistently making about 5k in the business, but we couldn't seem to break through that. So we tapped into the, the lunar phases of the moon and strategically figured out like, when should we be launching? When should we be selling? When should we be creating content? Like when is a day to push and hustle? When is a day to step back and receive a release? And, you know, we immediately went from like 5k months to 10k months in a single lunar cycle. And then the next lunar cycle, we went up to like over a 15k month. And it has just grown and grown and grown since then. We've had like 60k days, right? So it is as, you know, air quotes freaky as it sounds to use something that is, you know, woo woo, like the moon, we were able to tap into it, figure out how to use it strategically in the business. And so in that sense, we get to fly our freak leg, we get to do the thing that we're passionate about, the thing that we know works and can support other women energetically to grow their businesses. And it's just strategically smart because we have niched ourselves down there. We don't, I mean, Betsy's read all these books on the moon. I have books on the moon. There's lots of teachings about it, but no one's using it strategically as a tool in business. So that's like, that's a perfect example of how we, you know, navigated this red ocean, blue ocean, um, you know, principle in business and how we used it to niche ourselves down. And make money doing what we love. Wow. Yeah, that's so luscious of you to even <laughs> use that intuitive side of you of like, I love the moon. Let's incorporate this in business. And I also never understood why is the moon even considered woo woo when it's so scientific? I would I, I agree with you. Yeah, I that's that's part of what we how we teach it, right? Like, I am not an astrologer. I know a lot about astrology, but I don't think, I think that women get tripped up and like, I have to learn this whole new system and I, and I have to master astrology in order to be able to use the lunar energy. And that's not true. The moon is in the sky. It goes around the earth every 28 and a half days. It pulls the tide. You think if your body is 70% water, you think it's not going to affect you as well? It does. And so really leaning into the masculine and feminine energy of each phase, understanding that sometimes it's okay to slow down. We, as women, we run on a 28-day cycle with our periods. Men run on a 24-hour cycle. Like that is their energy cycle. So at the end of every day, they reset. Whereas women, we go through 28 days of, of ebbs and flows and energy shifts and changes. So why are we fighting it to show up in a masculine world? Doesn't make sense. And the moon is just happens to be one of the most incredible time keepers and clocks in the sky that just constantly is there as a guide and also a reminder. And it, to me, it's very simple to use the moon. And no, you don't need to be a woo and you don't need to be an astrologer. It's really just understanding your energy sources and how the energy flows through you. And then it gives you permission to show up in your highest power every single day. And that's where the magic happens, in my opinion. 
how do you differentiate the difference between being on the moon's cycle and your moon cycle since we're all on our own cycle? Okay. So this is a really fascinating question and I'm getting this a lot lately. Um, and so here's the thing. Everybody wants to line their cycle up with like a new moon or a full moon. Guess what, ladies? You actually do not want to <laughs> line it up with the with a new moon or a full moon. And here's why. Um, you, you can, and there are times in our lives when we, we do want to like energetically sink. But back in the days of the red tent, I'm going like way down the woo train here, but like back in the days of the red tent, everyone would come together during the new moon and the women would all have their period. But what's interesting and what they don't really talk about, but science and history has shown this, is that young girls at the same time were getting their periods around the full moon. So like a whole 14 days after the women who were sitting in the red tent, the young girls were getting their periods. If you look at the energetics of the moon and what each phase stands for, the new moon is actually the shadow, right? So it's in it's in the darkness and it allows us to go deeper inside ourselves to really find what is what what's hidden beneath the surface, right? So we set new moon intentions for the month because we're in the darkness so we're allowed to, we see things that we've never seen before. Now, energetically speaking, that is a really dark shadow moment in your life. So if you have your period around the the new moon, chances are you're going to feel really deep. It's going to feel heavy. You're going to want to go inside. You want to dig deep, like really get clear on who you are and what you're doing. Fast forward to the full moon. So in the, you know, the perfect scenario that everyone teaches online, you want to, you're ovulating at the full moon, you're releasing the egg, it allows you to get pregnant, like there's a surge of energy in your body. And that is great. And it's true. Um, but for young girls back in the day, they, they hypothesized that the reason that young girls would get their periods during the full moon is because it is actually a lighter energy. There's more energy that allows their bodies to get used to the releasing of you know, having their period. And so young girls, it wasn't until the age of 21, and I've read this in like multiple books, um, that most girls, younger girls up until the age of like 18 to 21 would still get their periods around the full moon because they weren't ready to go that deep inside themselves. They weren't ready to go deep into the shadow side. So, you know, everyone who has been coming to me recently and asking about periods and what does that mean for my business and how do I psych sync, sync with the moon cycle, the moon, the moon is the moon. <laughs> the cycle is the cycle in the sky, no question. However, as you're learning to ebb and flow with your own body, if you know that you're going to have your period around the full moon, then you know that you're going to have like a burst of energy from the moon, but you're also going to have this opportunity to go a little bit deeper inside yourself. To me, that signals that you need to release something. There's something inside you that is ready to be released if you have your period around the full moon. Whereas on the new moon, if you get it, then you're women are like, I'm so tired. Of course you're tired. Your body <laughs> is like your body's at this beginning of the cycle. Right. And it's asking you to go really, really deep energetically and to look inside yourself. Um, and so, yeah, you, you are tracking two cycles and there will be times where I've noticed even with my own cycle, when I'm going through like deep, deep old pattern rewriting and stories and trauma, I will get my period around the full moon because I need to release that crap that I've been holding on to generationally, you know, for 20 years, like whatever it is. And so it's just another opportunity for us to like look at ourselves, where we're at, what it is what we're trying to do. And the moon just invites us to slow down, get real with who we are, get real with what we want. I think that's the thing I love the most about it is it's like every 28 days you have an opportunity to look inside your, every 14 days, <laughs> every day, if you really want to get technical, but like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but every, every 28 days, if you're just using the new moon or you're just using the full moon to start every 28 days, you're given an opportunity to really take a good hard look at your life without judgment in alignment with who you want to be. And you get to do something magical with it, which I just think any entrepreneur in this online space or in this entrepreneurial space, they need to be constantly checking in with themselves to see where have I come from, where am I going, and what can I celebrate now? And that to me is what the moon provides at the most basic level. That's awesome. Thank you so much. I love that. And I also find it really fascinating because any cycle, really, like even seasons, I find myself to be a little more in tune with like seasons and you every three months, you know what I mean? And not as much as I would like to be, but I, there are so many cycles that we can use to like cleanse and renew in a way. And I love the idea of using the moon because that's probably the most, the most like definitive 
I think it's it's definitive, but it's also the most recognizable, right? Because like the sun in the sky, we need the sun in order to live, right? We It grows everything. And yes, there is a solar cycle as well. That's where we get equinoxes and solstices. And so that's the bigger seasonal pull that you're feeling. Um, but with the moon, it shines in the sky at night in darkness. It is like bigger than the North Star, right? Why is it that every Hallmark Christmas movie, everything good happens under the full moon, right? So there is something <laughs> that's really magical about it. And it's something that has been revered and um, looked to for so many centuries, like as far back as even before the written word. So I think it's just a magical and, it, you know, plus if you can see the stars and it's just magical, like we all see it. And so it's always there. And it's easy to define the different phases as well when you get into the moon, right? And the sun isn't. The sun is the sun. Every single day it shines bright and you can't look at it because you're going to go blind. So <laughs> the moon gives us that opportunity to look at the sky and wonder and, and feel into our feelings and our desires and what it is we want to create. Yeah, it was wild. The other night I was walking home and it was kind of late and I looked up and I looked at the moon. And I was like, that looks really full right now. And then I had 1% left on my phone and I was like, Siri, when's the full moon in December 2019? <laughs> <laughs> and it was that night and I was like, whoa. And I stood there and I just stared at it. Yeah. It was such a cool yeah. moment. Well, yeah. I think, you know, just to add to what Betsy's saying, like, I think the thing both as a woman and also as an entrepreneur that I like about the moon is that it is so it is so abundant in that it is constant. It's always there for us. The cycle never changes. I know what phase is coming up next. And I can count on that, you know, in this weird world where Instagram algorithm is changing every other day. And one day it's you got to build this kind of a website and then there's kind of funnel and it, things are crazy in the online space. We have busy, busy lives. We're bombarded by a million different messages. The moon is is there for us always so generous so abundant and we can use it to heal ourselves we can use it for our health we can use it in our businesses and it just keeps things simple which is i think i think a lot of people now especially like stepping into 2020 people are ready to edit their lives to pare back to simplify and streamline and really feel into themselves and be like hey what feels good to me what is this purpose in my life and, and how am I going to get there? And the moon really facilitates that in such a beautiful way. Yeah, I can definitely resonate with that. I've been watching a lot of Tiny House Nation. <laughs> <laughs> I love tiny houses. And I just want one so badly. I'm like, I think I could live like that. <laughs> um, yeah. Amazing. So you guys niche down using the moon cycle, which is incredible. I'm curious how important you think it is to niche down to something very specific in the beginning of a project? Oh my gosh, this is the number one thing that I wish more women understood. So we actually had a call with someone the other day and she's like, you know what I love about you guys? And I was like, no. And she goes, because you help everybody. You're, you can do all of it. And the reality of it is I appreciate that comment so much because it means that I'm really doing my job, but she actually is my person. The woman that we were talking to, she is entirely my niche, my avatar, everything about her is the type of person that I want to work with. And so when you witness somebody, when you niche down and you know exactly who you're talking to and you know exactly what you're selling and you know exactly the transformation you, you're providing, when you get on the phone with somebody that is that person, they feel so abundant and they are ready to work with you and they are ready to have that transformation. And all of a sudden, it, the, the misconception is, is if we niche down, we're leaving all these people on the table. They're not your people. Like you can help everyone just a teeny tiny bit or you can niche down, get super specific on who you're helping and you can help a lot of people have a really deep transformation and be completely supported in your work and in their process, and it works. And I think just understanding that there is abundance in niching down, there's there's freedom in the work that you're going to do, it literally cuts your workload in half when you know who you're talking to. It makes it so easy to wake up in the morning and show up. That's what we want. That's what we want all of our students to have. That's what, like all of our clients. We want them to wake up and not be stuck in like shiny object syndrome and spinning in fear and overwhelm and anxiety because I'm not getting, nobody's answering me. Yeah, because you're talking to too many people. Talk to one person, get really clear on what it is that you're you're providing for them and magic happens, in my humble opinion. <laughs> mm -hmm. Did you know 
from the start exactly who you were talking to or it kind of happened over time based off of how people responded? So when we first started the podcast and like, bear in mind, we did the podcast for a full year and built the brand and built the audience before we monetized. So we just like crushed it in the value department. But yeah, when we did actually release, when we uh, incorporated the business and we launched our first product um, and it was a beta round and we made our first 10K, like kind of pretty much like day zero of business. Um, we did niche. And in fact, Betsy, you know, we had chatted back and forth about who our girl is and what she, what she's all about and what, you know, what she's looking for. And Betsy literally sat down one day and like straight channeled a letter from our avatar. Her name is Megan. Like re- she wrote the letter as if Megan was writing a letter to us, reaching out to us. Um, and I remember she sent it to me and she's like, I just like channeled this. What do you think? And I read it and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. This is, this, this sounds perfect. The really crazy thing, literally, like, I'm going to say maybe two, three months tops later, someone who's a listener of our podcast emailed us and in her email to us verbatim, word for word, she said this, what exactly what air quotes our Megan avatar had been, had written to us via Betsy. So it's like Betsy channeled the universe (laughs) and wrote who Megan is and wrote what Megan would say. And then a real live human being said the exact same things back to us. So we knew we had hit our mark. Like, and, yeah. and Megan is still our avatar. She's shifted and changed. She's grown a bit over the last few years, but she is still our girl. And we speak to her and, you know, we, we build our podcast for her, our content, our Instagram, our programs and offerings are all designed to serve Megan, right? Yeah. And although all of our clients come from really, I mean, we've had clients from all over the world, mostly Canada and the United States, but Australia, um, New Zealand, and Europe, England, England, yeah, but and they're all very different. They have very different backgrounds, but there's a piece of Megan in each of them. So that's mm-hmm. how we've attracted them. And that's that's again going back to what Betsy said. Like you speak to the one person, and then trust that that part of who you're speaking to will resonate with you, all of your ideal clients that you're that universe is meant to send you. And in that case, you get to be very abundant. It makes the sales process easy. It makes the coaching process easy. Um, it makes it easy for all of those girls to bond together. You know, when we host retreats, they all just click, even though they're so different. Um, that was my biggest takeaway from the last retreat that we ran, um, in San Diego in September, all the girls walked away and said like, these are my soul sisters for life. I've got my gang with me now, no matter what happens in my business or my life. Like that really meant a lot to me. That is the kind of community and connection I want women to have. And I fully trust that every single one of them is going to continue to grow their businesses, continue to step into the life, the dream that they want. And and that all came from us like channeling, like who specifically are we meant to help? So mm-hmm. it's it goes back to like what Betsy's talking about, that ripple effect, right? You don't have to try and help everybody to make a big impact in the world. It's like you drop that stone in the lake and let the ripples spread out. Yeah, wow, I actually got the chills when you were talking about Megan and channeling her in and stuff. Have you ever heard of the Akashic Records? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. sounds like that. Is that what you did? No. No, oh. back then I, I just, I had the idea. I understand. I have, um, I've been told by people, like, I just have an open channel to the universe. Like, I don't have spirit guides. It just, like, sort of comes through my third eye. Um, But when it came to Megan, you know, it's interesting. Part of why I wrote the letter for Megan was Laura was struggling to talk to Megan. And I was like, no, 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 but like, this is our girl. So she needed a voice. And so if you're listening to this and you're struggling to find that voice, I just sat down and wrote, like, what did she, what was her voice? Like, let me find her voice and put it out into the world. And the the, the most amazing thing when you have a niche and when you're clear in your avatar, I can't tell you how many newsletters and posts we post where people write back and they're like, oh my God, are you reading my mind? And I'm like, no, I'm reading Megan's mind you happen to share that same sort of DNA with her, that ambitious woman that wants to make six figures, that wants to create impact and income, that wants to go out into the world and not struggle and be abundant and rewrite her stories and do these things. And so it's really easy for me. And that's how you know that you've hit your sweet spot when people are like, God damn it, are you reading my mind this week? Like, how did you know that I needed to hear that today? And I'm like, because you're, you know, you and Megan, like your long lost sisters or something. So yeah. Neat. I love that so much. Um, You two have so many offerings and opportunities for people to work with you from one-on-one coaching, a mastermind, and soulful retreats. 
For those of us who are also quite ambitious and wanting to have many projects on our plate and not just one, what would be your best advice? Did you just start with one and slowly incorporate others? Oh, such a good question. That's a good question. Um, well, our the transformation that we create for women has always been the same. And that, you know, that is what we teach our clients as well. Like we teach them how to find their Megan and how to find their voice, their their and create their offering. But the offering is really just the vehicle. Like it's you know, what you're doing in your business, regardless of whether it's a service or a product, it's like, you know, the problem your girl has, and you know where she wants to go. So it's like, there's a transformation that happens there. And it's a matter of just picking which vehicle is the correct vehicle to make that transformation happen. So in the beginning of our business, um, when we first launched, we launched Luscious Hustle Academy. Um, and that was the initial vehicle that we offered the trans- transformation in. Um, so Luscious Hustle Academy still exists in a sense in that, like, the the nuggets of of teaching and wisdom that are in there have been repackaged and put into new vehicles and actually expanded on <laughs> quite a lot. Um, but you know we we evolved from having you know I guess it was it a twelve week eight eight week or twelve week academy it was eight uh, it was twelve week I don't it was a twelve week academy and then we evolved that into a six month mastermind and then the mastermind has now evolved into a twelve month mastermind. Um, and then, you know, we do offer like private coaching because some people, you know, the mastermind isn't the right fit for them right now. They need the more one-to-one support. Um, and then the moon goddess, the moon goddess is doing something. I mean, ultimately moon goddess is creating the same transformation just with a very different, um, toolkit, (laughs) so to speak, but it's, and and it's, you know, it's facilitating in a different way, but you're still getting the same results in essence. Yeah. And I would say if anyone's listening to this and wondering, like, you know, what is the right, what is the right path for me? You guys went this way. Like, do I follow that path? And I would honestly say it really depends on your skill set and what's lighting you up. Energetically, as women, we're all different, right? And so Laura and I, at the beginning, we never took one-to-one clients, but we did do one-to-one coaching in a group setting. And that was really exciting for us. And so we were able, we've always believed in community first. I think that women have a tendency to get lost when we are on our own, which is why creating community is so important to us and having that support and that that um, safe and sacred space where women can come together and share ideas and learn from each other. Our women in our mastermind and even our one-to-one coaching clients, like no two people have the same business. I'm not here to teach you how to build the same business as Susie Q who lives down the street from you and, you know, also has a six figure dream. Everyone is unique. And I think that they're basic building blocks. And that's the foundation for our luscious hustle methodology. They're basic building blocks that every single business needs to have in place in order to be successful. But that does not mean that you can't be in that blue ocean that Laura was talking about earlier. You know, you have the ability, you bring something special to the table. Not everyone is made for one-to-one coaching. Not everyone is made for group coaching. And not everyone is made to have a product or, you know, like a product out there. So I think honoring who you are, what that big vision is, getting super clear on what it is that you're trying to create, what is that angle that you want to have, not just for your people that you're serving, but also for yourself, having the ability to dream big and lean into what's going to light me up. You do not want to get to the lit up place or be waiting for someday, get there and feel really exhausted. If you make six figures because you want to have this incredible life and you can't actually enjoy it because you're sick, you're burnt out, you're exhausted, what's the point? There is no point. So we really work with women who want to get clear, who want the foundational pieces for their business and who want to understand themselves and their energy so that they can show up and have that really luscious life that feels really, really good and really expansive and abundant. Um, so they can continue to do this work for a long time, not just, you know, a short period of time and then burn out and then have to go back to the drawing board. Yeah. Something sustainable. Yes. What does the word spiritual mean to you ladies? Oh, um, that is a good question. I think for me, spiritual is, um, it's about doing the work actually, to dig into understanding yourself better and how you, like where you fit in sort of the greater scheme of life and the cosmos and how you are, how you're connecting with other people, how you are, you know, leaving an impact in the world. I think that to me is like the spiritual work that I'm doing is like, how do I understand myself better so that I know how I'm interacting with other people, how I'm leaving people, how I'm, how I'm, how people are feeling once I've left them um, and, and what my impact is meant to be. Mm-hmm. 
Good answer, Laura. How do I follow that one up? Okay. <laughs> so for me, I think for me, um, like spiritual is the journey. And I think as someone who's been studying a ton of modalities since a very young age, because my mom, we grew up in a house that was spiritual, not religious. So it was never, it was always like we were introduced to new things. That's why I feel like it really is the journey. It's the journey to understand yourself. It's the journey to understand, like right now I'm really into energy and what does that look like um, and healing. Spiritual Spirituality is ultimately the journey is a healing journey in my opinion. At least it has been my experience. So um spiritual is a journey touche i think both were on point and from how i think about it as well what are some examples of activities that you guys do to enhance your well-being oh another good question oh so we have we have a witch in calgary that we love and um so we're very much right now into energy healing so like all of our retreats we do a lot of energy work at our retreats because it really is our our experience has been that when we heal our divine feminine energy, which is that creative life force inside us, it opens us up to really be able to step in in the masculine and see results. So for us, um, sound baths, like crystal healing, uh, essential oils is obviously a big deal in my world. I got Laura into that too. Um, but we have amazing up in Calgary that we go and they do vibrational vortex attunements. And basically that is all the things. So it's like aromatherapy, crystal healing balls, um, bowls reiki reiki singing bowls singing bowl like it's just oh my god it's amazing (laughs) and so just understanding that energy work is just as important in your business as the strategy if you want to be a soulful entrepreneur if you want to be doing the spiritual path if you want to be showing up in alignment and not feeling like you're just burning yourself out all the time I think energy work is the future and so just leaning in and experimenting with what modalities feel good to you not everyone loves Reiki. Not everyone loves, you know, crystal healing bowls. But each one of them brings something really cool. And I think the more we can raise our vibration and tap into that, the more opens up for us. Totally. And I, I don't know if my answer would be any different. I mean, I, Betsy and I both, like, we will we go to the same place. So, yeah, um, yeah I mean, I definitely the energy work. And I also think, um, you know, for me and, you know, like my human design, it's like, rewriting the old stories about and the old narratives around like what work is supposed to look like and what life is supposed to look like this rewriting this notion that things have to be a struggle um you know doing the inner work to you know surrender to release control or my my feeling that I need to control things like that is probably the biggest work I'll do in my life it will be constantly evolving um so it's I mean it's like kind of what Betsy said about spirituality it's a journey like I will always be on a journey understanding how my soul is meant to let go of control and surrender and tap into having fun and excitement and what that looks like in terms of getting work done in my business and and just you know what I'm doing in my life the things that I want to achieve in my life personally and professionally um and so like leaning into the coaching and the books and all the things that I need to do to master that is I think that's where I'm at. Nice. How often do you two get together a year to like give each other a hug and just work in person? <laughs> we had a good year this year. Yeah. Um, yeah, we we didn't meet each other. So we were we literally kn- knew each other. I'm using air clo- quotes online for a year before we met in person. And then it was like another six months or so before we got together again. But like we try to see each other every couple of months. I am actually really looking forward to moving to Calgary and being in the same place as Laura this year coming up. Um, because one, I love Calgary, but two, I love my business partner and I do want to be there because I've got big goals for 2020. So yeah, we see each other as much as we possibly can. And then, you know, the cool thing about the world that we live in now with technology being what it is, don't let someone being far away be a deterrent from working with them. If I had sat in the thought of like, how do I make a business work? We're in two different time zones in two different countries. We wouldn't be sitting here right now. And I think the beauty of the online space and the beauty of what we have been able to to build together is that. I have never felt far away from Laura, even though I am far away from Laura. And I think that friendship and collaboration can happen and grow in any sort of environment if you are willing to put in the work and be open and honest and lean in. And if you guys, you know, if you find someone that you want to lean into, whether 
together with, whether it's a client or a collaborator or anybody, um, if you are committed to doing that and doing that deeper, like messy work with each other, then magic really does happen. Nice. And what are your human design types? (laughs) I am a generator. (laughs) And I'm a projector. Oh. (laughs) What are you? you I'm also a generator. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I do not have that generator energy. I wish I did. I tap into Laura. That's why we're such great business partners. I have to tap into her. I was going to say, I could tell that you're a projector, which is cool. And it makes sense that you guys work so well together, I feel. Mm -hmm. Is there a daily or weekly habit that you have that is a non-negotiable in your lifestyle? Mm-mm-mm. That is such a good question. Um, yeah, actually, the daily I need really long hot showers. I do not like sitting in baths. I am like I've ca- I've cancer and like I was a swimmer growing up and I love water, but I really need every single day. Like people think I'm weird how many showers. If I was given the opportunity, I would do it like three times a day. I love long hot showers just to reset and to reset my energy and it I have this like visualization we use um crystal bar soap she puts like crystals in the soap love them like you're washing your energy while you're washing your body and that is my non-negotiable every single day no questions asked long hot showers <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> what would my be I also use the crystal bar soap um all of I don't drink coffee or like regular tea I drink like adaptogenic teas like four sigmatic or and i put collagen in so like that is like that's i'm and i'm a mom so like that's my go-to i need i need some kind of energetic boost to kick off the day um and i need to do something that makes me laugh every day like Mm -hmm. even if it's just like i don't care how rotten the day is like if you have to watch a youtube video with jimmy fallon or do what like do what you need to do like the more you laugh and and get good at like being in in around people who can just make you laugh and and bring that light to you then you'll you'll be able to generate it yourself more and that just brings more energy to the all the work that you do throughout a day yeah I love that I think I creep people out sometimes because I just make myself laugh all the time and people someone's like are you just always let giggling and I'm like is that creepy that I'm just (laughs) by myself just like (laughs) <laughs> uh, they're probably jealous. Yeah. Because there's I would so, say so many people that are so serious. Like, we live in a world where we have to be serious all the time. And, it, you know, Laura's right. Like, when we're together, I mean, honestly, if you can find on our Instagram, like some of the old highlights, I mean, they they crack me up. Like, I, the Froyo one is still one of my favorites. <laughs> we just have fun together. And I think being able to laugh and bring that into your life, it's really important. So, laugh away. Who cares? Be the crazy lady on the subway that's just laughing by yourself I think it's I think it's really important (laughs) (laughs) absolutely what is it you do that helps you through current challenges that you didn't have in your toolbox five years ago oh my god so many things Laura Hmm. well for me human design Mm. um I didn't have five years ago Laura of five years ago was a very different person like I don't, I don't even like all the spiritual tools. Like I, there's so many things that I have tapped into over the last five years that have radically changed my perspective and how I approach every day. I don't like what do you, what else, Betsy? Like so many things. I think for me, honestly, it's gonna sound crazy. I have learned how to say no. That is the spiritual practice, in my opinion, and I am much better at not trying to take everybody's stuff on at all at the same time so for me I would I would have to say like that's the biggest change between me five years ago five years ago I was like literally on the verge of falling apart so I had to learn how to say no to that and all the trappings of like New York yeah it's pretty magical how much we can grow and change in five years huh oh my gosh it's insane it's it's magical how much you can grow in five weeks if you are really committed to what you want to do, like a lunar cycle can change your life. Mm -hmm. I really believe that. And I think the more we have these conversations and thank you for creating such a safe space for us to like share these insights, because the more we can have these conversations and peel back the layer of like, this is normal. This is okay to do. I think five years ago, I didn't understand that it was okay to talk about feminine energy. It wasn't okay to talk about your period. It was okay. I mean, cause I worked for a guy that was like, Oh, you on your period? Like, hello, <laughs> patriarchy. Like, just, do you need to go home? No, ass. I need you to, like, just 
give me the tools that I need to do my job right now, you know? And so like, I think even just having that shift and like everything that we've gone through as a society in the last five years, it allows us now to have this freedom to explore these things at a deeper level and find what works for us. And the sooner we can find what works for us, the sooner we're able to start the healing journey. And the more we heal, the more we peel back and the more impact we can create. So I think it's sisterhood and all the feels that make Mm -hmm. us live in this incredible world that we live in. It's full of possibility. Amazing. What do you guys do for fun with your time off? That is a good question. Um, I spend most of my downtime with my daughter, honestly. She's four and a half and it's, you know, I try to, you know, I value experiences over toys. (laughs) So, you know, our days together and, you know, I'm a single mom. So like my time is very precious. So our time together, it's like we are always going out, going swimming, going to the zoo, going to like, Calgary has like this most beautiful central library that's kind of like a modern day Hogwarts. That's how I describe it. Um, <laughs> and we're we're just and we love to travel together. So like that's what I like doing with her is just going out and exploring and and sharing new experiences with her. Yeah, and my love language is also quality time. So for me, like I've traveled a lot this year, more than I think I ever realized. And I've to me, it's just fine, you know, spending time with my family, getting to see Laura, meeting up with our girls, traveling to all the really cool places that we've gone. And I was on a cruise with my family this year, like just like all the fun stuff that just used to feel so hard to fit into my life. It now fits in seamlessly because I've built my life around it. So quality time. That's the fun stuff. Goals. Yeah. My love language <laughs> is quality time as well. Yeah. It's so fun. It is. It's nice. It's nice to enjoy your time. Why is not everybody's love language? (laughs) 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 Lastly, is there anything that you wish we spoke about, something I didn't ask or something intuitive that you would like to share with us? No, I think you did an incredible job of just holding space for us to be able to explore all the things that we love. We love doing interviews like this where we get the opportunity to share the things that we've learned over the last few years that we've been working together. And I have to say your questions are very refreshing because they're they're a little bit outside the box, but it really allows us to just share what we know. And I love that. So thank you. Yes. Thank thank you you so much. Good quality time together. (laughs) Yes, really. (laughs) Nice, nice. It really was. It really has been such a pleasure. But where can we find you guys? So we are on the interwebs at www.luscioushustle.com. That is our main website where you can find out all about our programs and the work that we're doing and all our podcast episodes. Uh, You can also find us on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio. It's uh, Luscious Hustle Podcast. And then on Instagram, we hang out there the most. It's at luscious.hustle. Amazing. Thank you so much for this time. And it's really been such a pleasure. I'm so happy to have had you on here And thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that is a wrap, folks. Thank you, as always, for listening, tuning in, and joining me here on Well and Why. Betsy and Laura, you two are so fantastic. It was such such a good time hanging out with you on here quality time as previously discussed (laughs) Um, and I loved having you on the show thank you again also shout out to Crystal who connected us in the first place she's amazing keep her close Um, I just briefly wanted to talk about patience and the challenges that we're going through individually as human beings because they're inevitable and that these challenges aren't necessarily a negative thing Having difficult times and people in our lives bring us the chance to practice our patience, our understanding, and compassion. We need to trust that the universe knows what's best for us. We need to trust that the right people are going to swoop into our lives in the exact spot where they're supposed to be holding the space that is supposed to be held. I really just love living life that way because sometimes people distance themselves from us intentionally or unintentionally because life just happens. Sometimes you do the same, vice versa. I mean, everybody's so busy, but at the end of the day, there are people in our lives who we don't necessarily want to be there that are kind of forced to be there. And then oftentimes, after you've put in your time dealing with that, 
there's a buffer of space or another person and somebody comes in or something to alleviate that. So I think time and space and patience and trust are all so very important things to remember and I'm currently going through very similar things right now. I'm not sure if anybody else can relate, but uh, yeah. Anyway, you know what I love about podcasts? I was actually listening to the Luscious Hustle podcast and their guest said something about how we use honesty as a chance for being a dick when we say, I'm just being honest. This is something I never really sat and thought about and I do actually think that's a weakness of mine, but sometimes I'm honest to the point of no return and I'm not really sure where the imaginary line needs to be drawn. Then I hurt people's feelings and that is very much not my intention. So I'm wondering if anybody else goes through something like this because I feel like a lot of people don't say, like there are people out there who don't talk about a lot of things and they keep it really quiet and at some point that's got to be unhealthy too. So where's the balance, you know? Podcasts really allow for us to listen to somebody speak on something that we can either take with a grain of salt, totally resonate with, or even reflect on ourselves without having to be in defense mode as if somebody else is pointing the finger at us. And then it's pretty obvious that maybe there's something we need to change when we listen to something and it pokes us in the heart a little bit. I really want to share a feel-good show on Netflix called Shit's Creek and I highly recommend watching it. Ironically, we had a whole slew of people in the office watching it last weekend and talking very highly of it. It's really cute, funny, a little over the top, but it doesn't make you sad like everything else does if you're an empath like myself. I find it kind of hard to find shows that don't make me like sad and cry and <laughs> feeling other people's pain and suffering. So something like The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which I mean, even though she goes through a hard time, you're like, excited for her and, and she's funny and she's cool so it's something similar to that if any of you guys have seen that but it's called Shits Creek S-C-H-I-T-T-S I believe and it's just so good it's so good you gotta watch it in conclusion my friend Kelly and I will be hosting a Mandala 101 workshop in Bushwick in February at some point I am so overjoyed to be doing this, and I really hope you can join us if you're here in New York City. Keep an eye out on my Instagram at Spiritually Nutritious, because once the exact date is decided, I'll be sharing it probably every day in my stories. But it'll be so nice. It'll, it'll be such a cool experience. It'll be the first time that we're doing this. We were going to do it this month, but it all just happened way, way, way too fast. Like, literally got connected earlier this month. We were going to have the, the, the episode... We were going to have the event this month, and I just think that's not enough time in New York City because people's schedules book up fast, man, and everybody's traveling. I would love to be also joining them in the warmth. A couple people going to Arizona. I love Arizona. And you know what I love about it even more now that I'm older is that my allergy-induced asthma wouldn't be so bad over there, I think. I think it'll be interesting to see if one day in life I ever live there. But that's the fun thing about life, huh? You never know. Anyway, I'm babbling. Thank you again. Thank you for your ears. Thank you, Laura and Betsy. You guys are amazing. Um, keep on doing the good work because we need you. And that's it. Wonderful. Well, I love you. Namaste. Ta-ta for now.